with it being the year of the podcast, everyone talking about videos, it's no wonder blogging has taken a back seat. On a Facebook group I'm in, someone asked if blogging was still a good idea for their business. And I thought, wow, what a great topic for a podcast. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or entrepreneur in the making, looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. So let me start with a few statistics. Often Monster says that websites that have a blog have 434% more indexed pages. They also cite 72 other statistics that basically mean websites with a blog have more traffic. And more traffic means more leads. If you haven't listened to the podcast on where your ideal clients are hiding, I suggest you go and have a listen. The gist of it is that you don't have a sales problem, you have a traffic problem. With that said, not only are blogs cited as the fifth most trustworthy source of information, blogs can connect you to your audience on a deeper level than a social media post. Plus, they've got a longer shelf life, and I'm a big fan of repurposing content so you can keep driving traffic to your back to your blog. Remember, when you post something on social media, only a small percentage of your audience will see it. About 6% in fact. You can pull out different quotes or points from your blog and create multiple social posts from it. Want a little bit of help planning your content and repurposing? No problem. I want you to go and check out my weekly marketing checklist and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Blogs are a great opportunity to position yourself, your expertise, and share your thoughts and how you view the world. That's pretty cool, especially if you think your ideal clients are looking for ways to get to know you and connect with you. I believe that blogging is still a great idea, not only for the resources you can share on your little corner of the internet, but for the SEO bump you'll get and as a way of driving traffic. That's the upside. There is a downside. Coming up with content, the struggle is real. Creating the right content, having enough variety, writing about stuff that's worthy and quality, it can be a challenge. Never mind the keyword research you have to do to make sure that you've got a return on investment. But if you're stuck for for ideas on content, let me help you out. What's going on? Do you have clients asking you questions that could be a blog post? Are there conversations that you have time and time again and you've not put pen to paper before? There's another upside to a blog. When clients ask you questions, you can point them to a post that's well thought out, well written and answers their questions. You can show you know your stuff and position yourself as the expert. Just make sure your content is evergreen. So that means there's no expiry date or it can't be seasonal, for example. Some of my best blogs have come from conversations or experiences. Last week's podcast, repurposed into a blog, was about my bad experience with a mortgage advisor, which led me to writing about where this pricing imposter syndrome has come from. What are people searching for? What type of content are people searching for? You can use sites like answerthepublic.com to help you out here. You can also look at your search terms and AdWords traffic. What keywords are bringing people to your site? And use that to guide your content strategy. Oh, that reminds me. I've got a lot of blogs to catch up on about email marketing. 
mental note made. What can you share? From time to time, when I've read a really good book, I'll do a blog post about it. What I liked, highlights and key takeaways. You don't need to stick to books, but you can talk about experiences you've had and share your point of view. Maybe it was a video, a movie, something else. What other content do you share? My blog, for example, is where I pop transcripts of my podcast episodes. By popping show notes on there and any links, it provides great search engine content. It's useful for my listeners too, because some people might come across the blog and not the podcast or vice versa. Maybe you've got a YouTube channel. You should make sure you're using a blog to pop the videos on a page and write a few words about it so it can get indexed by Google. Make sure if you do write a blog though, there's a minimum of 300 words. I think the average blog is about 2000 words, but you don't need to write a whole essay on war and peace. So. Is blogging a good idea for your business? I think you'll know the answer to that one. It's a resounding yes. I hope I've given you some inspiration and ideas to help you with a plan to get blogging. Don't let this get shunted down the priority list. Start once a month, maybe bi-weekly, and build it up. Oh, I also keep a little notes on my phone and a Trello board. So whenever I see a quote or something that sparks an idea for a blog post, I pop it on there, so I've got a list of ideas on the go, and I never have to worry about that pesky writer's block. High five! You've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this crazy, wonderful journey of being a business owner, then come and join me on The Growth Code Facebook group. I'll see you there.